Okay, guys, we're going to start back up with uh, Bible study. I hope that you can hear me. I am just getting back on starting with Bible study. So we're on Lesson 41. We're going to hop right into it today on Journey of a Lifetime. This is for Crosstalk Outreach Ministries Bible study. If you do not have your Journey of a Lifetime book, you're not going to be able to follow along, okay? So this this podcast is not for everybody. It's just basically for um, those who've been a part of our Bible study. Um, this is the way I've been doing Bible study. Um, it's been quite some time since we've uh, been here, but we are here now, and we're going to try to get it done. Lesson 41, the book of Titus. We're going to go over that and start from there and go on. Remember, make your hashtags when we, um, here's something good we normally hashtag in the book of Titus. Um, this is where we're going to start today. Hold on a second. What I've decided to do is because I've been so busy, we had to stop Bible study for a minute, you know, a lot longer than I normally anticipated. Okay, so Lesson 41, the book of Titus and Philemon. Um, this letter was written by Paul between the two letters of Timothy. There was another pastoral letter written to Titus, who was in charge of the churches in Crete. Titus, like Timothy, was one of Paul's son in the faith. So let's underline that. Titus, like Timothy was one of Paul's son in the faith. We know very little about Titus. He is not mentioned in all the books of Acts. Paul left Titus in Crete to recognize the churches. Oh, excuse me, to reorganize the churches, Titus 1 and 5. And since Paul could not be with him, he wrote to encourage and instruct Titus, okay? By the time of his writing, Titus had been Paul's companion for over several years. Although he is not mentioned in Acts, Titus was was Paul Titus was with Paul during the third missionary journey 2 Corinthians 2 and 13 and 7 verses 5 through 16 He served as a messenger to the church at the Corinth and also helped collect funds in the Macedonia to be sent to the needy Christians in Jerusalem right the Cretan people who were akin to the Philistines had trouble, um, had, had a trouble reputation. In Titus 1 and 2, Paul mentioned three of their well-known characteristics. List, list their characteristics, okay? So the Korean people, Cretan people, 
who were akin to the Philistine, had a terrible reputation in Titus 1 and 2. Paul mentioned three of their well-known characteristics. They were liars, evil beasts, and what else do you guys have? Slow belly, lazy gluttony. Okay. Because of the background of the Cretes and people, Paul emphasizes good works in this letter. It appears that the Cretes and Christians have become careless about their conduct. Some of them think since they were saved by grace, they don't have to to live a godly manner. Six times in the short letter, Paul exhorts them to exhibit good works. The other pastoral epistles emphasize a sound doctrine, but Titus stresses good works. So, we can underline that. The other pastoral epistles emphasizes, we'll hashtag that. I'll wait for Jamie to put that up. Hashtag the other pastoral epistles emphasizes sound doctrine, but Titus stresses good works. So the brief outline of this book is qualification of the church leaders, right Christian behavior, and proper Christian ethics. The Cretes, qualification of church leaders. In Crete, Titus will set things in order and to ordain elders in every city. The elders had to meet certain qualification as a given in 1 and 6 and 9 using a Bible dictionary or other modern translation explain the characteristic listed below. So they were blameless without without outstanding fault, no striker, not violent or mean, not given a filthy ludicor, not after dishonest gain, and able to convince gainsayers, able to show the error of those who teach false doctrine. Paul believes sound doctrine should be expressed in daily conduct. How was Titus to instruct the following groups of people? How was he supposed to instruct them? The aged man, 2 and 2. Be sober, sensible, respectful, sound in faith and love. The aged woman, two and three, should not be slanders, not given to wine, teachers of good things. The slaves, yeah, the slaves, two and nine through nine and ten, should be obedient, not puffering, and show they can be fully trusted. So those are your answers for that. The aged men, let me go back in here. Be sober. Respectable. And sound in faith. And love. Women should not be slanders. Should not be slanders. Not given to wine. And teachers of good things. Good things. Okay. Uh, Slaves should be obedient 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 guys 
obedient and not filtering and and show they could be truly trusted. Okay. So the grace of God was was an abuse doctrine in Crete. There were some who turned grace into license teaching Christians to live in in sin since they are no longer under the law. It is true believers are not under the law, but under grace. However, this fact is an even greater incentive to live a holy life and explain why should, why should, explain why we should live godly lives, right? In Titus, let's see. So why should we live godly lives? In grace, God sent Jesus to die and redeem us for our sins. Sin nailed Jesus to the cross. So if we, so if we love Him, we will have no part of sin. Okay. So let's hashtag Titus chapter two verses eleven through fifteen. In grace, God sent Jesus to die. To die and redeem us from our sins. Sin nailed Jesus to the cross. So if we love Him, we will have no part of sin. If you can't say something good about a person, don't say anything. This is good ethics for anyone. Paul said it long ago in Titus 3 and 2. Psychologists tell us the characteristics we hate in other people are likely to be characteristics we have ourselves. Oof. I think we need to underline that. I don't know. If you can't say, I need a whole paragraph right there. Guys, that needs to be a hashtag. (laughs) If you can't say something good about a person, don't say anything. Don't say anything. That is good ethics for anyone. And Paul said it a long ago. Titus 3 and 2. Psychologists tell us the characteristics we hate in other people are likely to be characteristics we have ourselves. We like to call attention to faults in others to take people's eyes off ourselves. What does Paul tell Titus to avoid? Avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, arguments, and quarrels about law because these are useless. The book of Philemon. Let's see. I didn't do that. We'll read this last chapter and then that will be it for this teaching. This is the shortest of Paul's letter, but in spite of its uh, brevity, it, it has much to teach us. It is a private letter to the Philemon, one of the one of Paul's converts and close friends, who was a leader in the church of Colossae. Paul writes this letter on behalf of Philemon's slave, one citizen who has stolen some money. Verses eighteen. And has run away to Rome to avoid detection. While in Rome, he um, providently comes into contact with Paul, who leads him to Christ. Paul comes to love one as another son. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. One 
Simmons by by his son. But once Simmons is, is Philemon's legal property, as it as difficult as it may be, Paul persuades Linus to return voluntarily to his master's home, where he probably suffers terrible punishment for what he has done. Paul sends this letter to explain the change in Linus and has agreed that Philemon to be lenient with him. I'm just going to say one because I don't know if I'm saying this. One Simmons is not just a slave now, but a brother in Christ. And Paul wants Philemon to receive him as such. Paul does not make demands of Philemon. Instead, his letter is considered loving and full of expectation that Philemon will do all what he asks. Paul does not insist one is to be set free for what set free, which may be confusing to the modern mind. Slavery was integral part of the ancient world to preach freedom for slaves would have led to a revolution and bloodshed. Paul approach to this evil was like that of Jesus. He preached a gospel that could change people on the side, which would in turn bring about a change of one side towards the issue of slavery. Before the written of this letter, slaves were treated like property Slaves were treated like property, not people. Runaway slaves were often branded on their forehead with hot irons and mutilated, excuse me, mutilated, and in in an extreme case were even killed. The principles Paul set forth in this letter eventually um, undermined slavery altogether. Through the Bible, Though the Bible does not condemn slavery, men still, which means enslavers, are listed with adulterers and pervert liars and jurors in Timothy um, 1, 1 Timothy 1, chapter 1, verse 10. So, there we have it. And then we'll start on, just trying to go through it today. We'll start on lesson 42. If you guys have a hard time hearing me, I'll have to get another headset. I don't something happened to my headset in the middle of this. It would be right before we started. So I'm trying to talk as loud as I possibly can so you guys can hear me. But we'll start on lesson forty two. And we should be let's see here. Lesson forty two. We should be done. Bible study. Go through the book. Lesson 52. So we only got a little bit more to go. And then we'll finally be finished. Journey of the Lifetime. We could have been done a long time ago, but we'll get it done in Jesus' name. Alright, if you caught the replay, um, put in the comments, I'm here for the replay. That way I know you watched it. And we'll start on Lesson 42, the book of Hebrews. Um, go ahead and read over that. You can start early, and then by the time we come back to fill in the answers, um, it won't take us that long. We can get through it. Look like it's look like to me it's about four pages of Hebrews, the book of Hebrews coming along. So we'll get through that. All right. Alright, you guys have a blessed day. Continue to keep us in prayer here at Crosstalk Outreach Ministries. We love you all. Don't make sure you hashtag. Um, 
what sticks out to you, even if it's something else, but maybe I'm there, so you can hashtag and stick it out on Facebook or social media sites. We like to share that way people can ask questions or get involved in our Bible study. All right, God bless you. Take care.